Friends, welcome to the Ransom Tart Podcast. John and Stacy Eldridge here. The week of December 18th. What is it, hun? Only four more shopping days till Christmas? Well, that depends on who you are. I'd, I'd say six. And where you shop? <laughs> yes, I just thank you, Jesus, for Amazon. We have made our own personal contribution to the cardboard industry <laughs> I'm this sorry, year. Earth. Dear Lord, seriously, at least we can recycle it. Yes. The number of like online shopping and therefore the number of boxes showing up at our house. And it feels like I'm constantly collapsing cardboard and putting it in the recycling bin. But here we are, pre-Christmas week. Uh, Just wanted to check in with you all and see how you're doing and offer some thoughts on getting, getting our hearts in a good place for the holidays. So... How are you feeling, Stace? What is pre-Christmas week? I am feeling good um, now in this moment um, because I, I really do love this time of year, how everybody gets all dressed up. The houses get dressed up. The trees get dressed up. It's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's lovely. And There might just be a couple little granddaughters that get dressed up. <laughs> this is finally I get to buy Christmas dresses, which I did. Oh, I've only had them put them on twice already. They're so cute. So I am doing well, except when I'm not doing great. And that's when I panic. But mostly this year, I'm not panicking. So... I'm liking it. This year, I think many of you know, we did a captivating retreat just two weeks ago in Australia. And so there was a lot of buildup and preparation to that. It was a 10-day trip with travel and adjustment and the retreat. And we got back and sort of looked at each other and went, whoa, it's Christmas. Exactly. Suddenly in the house is barren. Okay, granted, like a lot of other people, we got sick. We got hit with a stomach flu. So that took out our decorating week. That's the occasional panic because we are having a Christmas party and we're celebrating with our family. And, and it is Christmas light this year, despite the amount of boxes. But yeah, that's shifted things. This is a little different. Yeah, we're kind of scrambling to catch up to Christmas this year or catch up for it. And as we were headed into this podcast today, I was thinking about two types of folks. There's that group of listeners out there that are really looking forward to the holidays. They love Christmas. It's an exciting time of year. They love either the beauty or the family, or they love the travel. They love the liturgy. Yes. Uh, They love the holiness of it. And then there's a whole other group of folks. And and other folks that aren't really looking forward to the holidays um, for a variety of reasons this year. It's not going to be the same, or um, maybe the in-laws are coming, and that means a whole new set of pressures and warfare, or it's just a hard time of year for a lot of people. Just wanted to offer some loving counsel to both. For those of you who are excited about Christmas and you can't wait, you have expectations, I'm so aware that Christmas awakens in me so many longings. Yes. For beauty and connection, for just the wonder of the season, this joy of the incarnation, kind of all that wrapped into one and One of the little secrets I've learned over the years is if I can just 
throttle back on my expectations, if I can just ease up a little bit, it actually allows more joy in. Have you noticed that, hon? That that like when you get a tight grasp on, oh, Christmas Eve has got to be like this, <sighs> and it's got to feel like this, and it's got to look like this, and the kids got to behave, and church needs to be amazing. And- right, right. And it's, you know, what you're not saying is dream lower, desire less. What you're saying is, and what I've needed to do is let go of my prescribed idea of what it has to look like in order for it to be special and just take my gloves off demanding that it look a particular way. And, or feel a particular or way. feel a particular way. Like to be open-handed. I, how many times do we have to say, this is beautiful and we love it and it's just a day? It's just a day. Yeah. Or a couple days or just a visit. It's just a visit. Oh, gosh, that's so hard to do. Here, Here's something, like you said, it evokes longings. The other day I was in our bedroom and you put Christmas music on the living room and suddenly I'm five. That feeling of being five and having my parents playing Christmas music in the other room, it really took me off guard. Mm. It was really the full gamut of those emotions, which was expectation and hope and fear and the pressure and mm. all of it. So it's it's just kind of messy is not the right word. It's tangled. It's tangled. Tangled is the right word. Yeah. There's good longings. Yeah. There's pressures. There's fears. Yeah. And to take the, the pressure off because we all know that's where I go. I go to control and and then I get so disappointed if it doesn't look the exact way that I think it's supposed to look in order for it to be good. Yep. But we all do that in our different ways. Uh, we, we put expectations on holidays and vacations and visits and memories. And I realized that, you know, not everyone does. And I want to talk to the rest of you in a moment. But for those of you who are really looking forward to this, I think our gentle, loving counsel is just... Be kind with your expectations. Right. Be open-handed yes. with how things go. The trip to grandma and grandpa's may not go well this year. The visit by your aunt may not go well this year. The church service may not be as, as holy as it was last year. It's just hard to arrange for those things. Right. You can't arrange for it, but you have to make the space for it. And you have to not let go of caring for your own heart and your walk with Jesus in the midst of it. Like you're good. You have to stay good with him. That's good. For those of you who are not looking so much forward to the holidays, either because it's just a stress and pressure-filled time or because you are alone and you don't have plans um, or it's been a hard year and you've suffered loss and Oh, our hearts go out to you because we know that really, really well, too. We know that very well. And I think I would just want to raise the category, might you be making some agreements around Christmas? Might your heart have already begun to say things like, I just can't wait for it to be over, or it's just not going to be the same, or whatever it might personally be for you, Mm -hmm. might your heart 
be making some agreements around Christmas, gang, that actually will shape your Christmas. They're already shaping your experience. Right. Even of ones it. of like, it's too much work. I'm going to be missed in it. There's just room for lots of agreements there. I, I had to catch this last week. We throw the annual Ransomed Heart Christmas party in our home, and it is a very, very sacred time. There's usually laughter, there's food, there's feasting, and then there's singing carols. The evening usually winds up in a very holy place, but I can't demand that it do so. Oh, right. And I was feeling the pressure around it, and, and I was already beginning to make agreements of, you know what, I'm just not into it this year. And I'd go, whoa, 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 hang on. Like, if you agree with that, I guarantee you will be. So I think for both types of uh, listeners this week, you're excited about Christmas, you're looking forward to it, you're getting the last-minute shopping done, you're wrapping, you've got surprises, you've got things you're going to go to, maybe there's a special service that you love, you love the midnight service on Christmas Eve, or you've got travel plans. Remember, just ease off on the expectations and maybe ask yourself, are there some agreements that I'm making around Christmas? This year, it's going to be different. And this year, it's going to be better. And just anything that might create a booby trap for your heart. Yeah. And I, I want to remind them that these agreements that we we make feel true. Oh, yes. So if you're making an agreement that oh, it's, it's not going to be the same, it's not going to be good, you know what? It's very possibly it's it's not going to be the same. Someone's not there. That's very true for many of us. But what's underneath that is that it's not going to be good. And maybe you feel that, but by faith, break that agreement. Yeah. Which allows Jesus to come in and, yeah. and come in ways that are unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. So for both of you, for those who are looking forward to it, you actually may have some agreements around it. For those who are dreading it, I'll guarantee you that you have agreements around it. Um, and Jesus, what we're asking this week is, would you surface my agreements around Christmas and New Year's and the holidays and people and church and even you, God? Would you surface my agreements that I may not even be aware I'm making? Yeah. And would you bring my heart back to the truth? Jesus, what we pray is that you would recenter us in the beauty of the Christmas story. In our rescue, we are celebrating our rescue. We are celebrating that you care about our humanity so much that you took on humanity and that you are restoring and you will restore us. You are restoring and you will restore us. And we celebrate, Jesus, not only your coming, not only your rescue of us this week, but we celebrate your coming back. This story is not over. And we look for the second coming based on the promise that you fulfilled in the first coming. You said you would come, you did. You promised to return, you are. So center our hearts in you this week. Expose any agreements we're making. Give us the strength to break them, to break our agreements. And just um, bring our hearts back to you, God. Open our hearts to what you have for us this week. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
friends, we just thought that would be helpful in the midst of what tends to be a pretty busy time of year for everybody, a time of year that has a lot of mixed emotions to it, just bringing our hearts back to Jesus and to what he has for us this week. We'll see you next week on our Christmas Day podcast. You've been listening to the Ransomed Heart Podcast with John and Stacey Eldridge.